Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Also, I have no idea if the stream is just going to crash on me or not because we've been having, or rather, I've been having some electrical issues on one side of the house. It just, for some reason, just keeps on tripping. It's never been consistent. And today, I think after the storm, especially when we lost power a couple days ago, I think that just kind of like did it in, whatever the issue has been. And so today, I just kept losing charge and I thought, okay, well, there's no way I'm going to be able to stream this entire time while all this nonsense is going on. So basically I had to shift everything to the other side of the house. It's required me to use lots of other cables plugged in and such, so it's a little sketch. And so if you see me kind of being distracted, it's because I want to make sure that, you know, uh, nothing... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing gets set, set ablaze. Uh, tech guy says, Odin, what is going on, bruv? How is it going? How is it going? A super anime gamer, what's going on, bruv? Teresa Martin, Slicer Neon says, Odin's alive. How's it going, Slicer? Warren, Roar, what's going on, Warren? Uh, Perth Comics, Mary Mayhem, Mary! What's going on, Mary? Uh, Soul Assassin is here. Maverick is here as well. Steph and Tina, as always, the Valks are here as well. Uh, Zinewater is hail. Hello to you. Hello to you. Um, Mary Mayhem says, could you be any more awesome? Well, thank you, Mary. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Cast Ramosa says, hello, Odin, I'm off today. That's why I'm here. Well, Cast, glad to have you here. Great to have you. Uh, Grandmaster Yoda says, uh, do you think Avatar, do you think Avatar fall next week? Uh, if not next week, the week after. I would say that Avatar's record is going to fall either at the end of this coming weekend or the following weekend for sure. I, I, I think it is an, I think it is a, you know, inevitability right now at this point, I would say. That is what I would say to that. Um, let us see. Alex McCarthy says, my insurance company doesn't cover dragon damage. Thank you very much. Oh my goodness. Yeah, let's talk about that dragon damage from last night's episode. <laughs> God, man, it got to a point where we were about like 10 minutes in, you know, after they had, you know, in that 10 minutes somehow was able to, you know, totally destroy all of the armies of, <laughs> by the way, spoiler word, uh, spoiler warning. If you, uh, for any reason, have not heard any of the news, I don't know why you would be even watching this stream if you didn't have some idea of what was going on, but man, oh man, oh man. Uh, oh, it's just so bad. It's, uh, there was like 10 minutes into the episode though, when they destroyed King's Landing and destroyed all the armies of King's Landing, all of Cersei's armies. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh my God, this is hilarious. This is hilariously bad. We've gotten to that point now where it's not just bad. It's not even just like, oh my God, I'm so angry. It's, oh my God, this is getting funny. But then you get sad after because like, God, this used to be such a great show. Oh man. Anthem says, got the package, my Lord. You're the man. No, you're the man thing. You're the man, Anthem. I'm glad that you got it. And now my, my camera's tripping on me. That's not good. That's not good at all. I don't know why my camera's tripping on me like that. Oh, boy. Something tells me I'm using too much power on one side of the house. I really hope it doesn't crash on me. That is the last thing that I need. That is the last thing that I need. Okay. Uh, Slash of Neon says, Say Endgame with my saw Endgame with my family yesterday. Such a relief. Not to antagonize, uh, not to agonize over spoilers. They hurt the film experience. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Such a bad, badly written movie. Badly written movie. Um, oh my goodness, this is going to start to annoy me. Why is my camera doing that? Why is it doing that? Is it because that is open? Do I, do I close that now? Is that how I get rid of it? Is it still doing it? Hello. Shalom. Hello. All right, I think it stopped. I think it stopped. Let me double check. Okay. If it happens again, I'll have to try something else. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, Random Doom says, Hail Odin, there is a YouTube channel called Most Amazing Top Tens is on verge of being shut down by YouTube censorship. Can you and the Phantom Menace pull some strings? I, I can pull no strings, Random. See, that's just the thing. It, even if I got a thousand people to support that channel, it wouldn't be enough because YouTube can do whatever the hell they want. They, they, they don't even listen to us when there are actual, like, you know, subscription problems going on. They just don't care. It's ridiculous. Uh, G-Monkey, how is Arya still alive? How many buildings fell around her? How did the dragon fire not roast her? These are all great questions, G-Monkey. No, seriously. It is so ridiculous. Like, in, in, in all honesty, and also, too, you've got the part where she lies to the people. She says, follow me and you'll live. And they all die. <laughs> God. Oh, it's become a parody now. It has become an absolute parody at this point. God. Like, what... Which one of them thought, yeah, this is how we're going to write the show. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to subvert every everyone's expectations, and it's going to be totally fine. We're going to subvert all expectations, and it's going to be totally fine. We don't, we don't have to justify it with plot. We don't have to justify it with anything else. No, 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 no. Sorry, guys. I'm a little out of it right now just because my, I keep seeing these weird things happen. I'm sorry. I'm I, I, so sorry, everyone. I, I switched these things around, and now I'm totally off my game. I'm now totally off. My, my whole mojo has been thrown off, so it's going to take me a little while to get back on. But G-Monkey, you, you make great points. You make excellent points. Also, how is it that one of the largest targets in the area, a white horse, happens to survive? Everything else is dead except for Arya and a white horse. Shadowfax! Shadowfax saves the day. There was a really great meme talking about Shadowfax, and I was like, yes, thank you. God, the memes have been so good. Why am I... Oh, this image flickering is going to make me really frustrated. Flames on the side of my face. I don't know why it would be doing that. Why? why? There's no reason. I'm, I'm not using my camera anywhere else. There's no reason for you to be doing this right now, camera. All right, hold on. Let's turn it off and turn it back on. Can you please be fixed? Pretty, pretty, please. I would appreciate that if you would be... F why are you flickering? This is very frustrating. Why are you flickering right now? I'm so off my game, guys. God, this is so annoying. And there's 95 people in here, too. That that really makes me upset. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. Uh, I hate when things go wrong, though. It just pisses me off. Which is why I'm very pissed off at the current show right now. Uh, Zionwater says, it was so bad it damaged the plot. Yep, it was a giant, giant plot hole. God, character arcs out the window. Nothing made sense. And they were like, and, and there are still defenders out there. There are people saying, you're just complaining because all of your theories were wrong. No, we're complaining because the show doesn't make sense anymore. At least before, when they subverted your expectations, it made sense. It's called good story writing. Instead, it's been replaced with bad story writing, where they subvert your expectations just for the shock value, and then they don't give a damn what it actually does to the story itself. God, all right. Uh, Super says, am I the only one who laughed out loud when the horse showed up? Oh my God, at that point... So, so my wife had been defending the show because subjectively she was still enjoying it. She was trying to look past the objective flaws and said, no, I'm going to enjoy it. There's still two more episodes and it's going to be great. And then 10 minutes into last night's episode, she all of a sudden just like, I look at her and she's like, uh, yeah, I, I can't, can't do it anymore. Can't defend it anymore. And so it actually became more fun because we were just laughing. We were, there were certain things happening. We're like, are you kidding me? What? <laughs> like, God, it was so freaking funny. So funny. Uh, Asperghali says, blame the power on dragons. Yeah, no, seriously, right? I'm going to blame Den Daenerys Targaryen. I'm going to blame I'm gonna blame her inevitable but very, very not seen coming, very quick heel turn on all of this nonsense. Uh, Casamosa says, a Dracara Star Wars because of Dumb and Dumber. Yep, 
Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Sen says, I watched Marler's four-hour rant with Wolf and Jeremy about Game of Thrones, and I feel angry even though I don't watch it. God, yeah, I, I bet he went off, and I bet it was beautiful. John Early says, I made a story that uses Flash Season 3's finale. Uh, Barry Allen is taken away from Iris and his planet. He finds love in another universe. Nice. Very cool. We're talking about Game of Thrones tonight, though. Uh, Greta says, two things I can appreciate about the episode, though, were the acting and cinematography. No, no. Cinematography was great. I thought it was very well shot. And the acting has always been on, on pace. Like, the, the acting has always been solid. Even the worst performers on that show are better than most other television performances. Like, seriously, it's just been, I think that that's the one consistent thing that all of us can point to and say, no, that was actually a very well done. So I would say that for sure. But the writing is so abysmal. And if you don't have good writing, if you don't have good stories, if you don't have good character arcs, you don't have a story. You don't have a story that people are going to be able to hold on to. Uh, Joe K470 says, uh, so this season of Game of Thrones is even worse than season six of 24 with Jack Bauer family feud. Oh, God, that season. And guys, there is a flicker. There's nothing I can do about it. I don't know what else to do about it other than shut off my camera, and that just wouldn't be good for anyone, I think. Uh, Zywater says, what was the point of Cersei's pregnancy? What was the point of Jaime confronting Euron if he wasn't going to turn on Cersei or question the status of the child? What was the point of, what was the point of Jaime sleeping with Brienne, completing a character arc that's been built up over years, and then saying, nope, screw you, it's a one-night stand, I still love my sister. <laughs> like, what? Are you kidding me? And some people say, oh, that's just, that's a decision that you don't like. No, it's something that does not make sense. You see, there are things, there are these things called stories. And in those stories, there are these, these things called, you know, character arcs and story arcs. And these story arcs usually have a natural progression. And when a story arc goes in a certain direction, it needs to end in a certain location. Now, how it gets to that location, that can be changed. That can be surprising. And let's say for any reason that they decide to change the location that it ends in. It still has to work within the flow of the story. What they've been doing this season is they've been saying, all right, here's the flow of the story. We're going to go way over here to Timbuktu, and we're not going to tell you how we got there. We just did. Trust us. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to trust you with, with stories now. Uh, Tech Guy says, plot armor is a plenty, though. Oh, the plot armor is so good. Isn't it amazing that these, <laughs> that these scorpions that had pinpoint perfect accuracy just one episode ago, remember, it only took the first shot the first shot to hit a dragon square in the very middle of their chest. Flying, you know, shooting it from a boat, boats bobbing, dragons flying, ah, oh, first shot, easy. And then two, two subsequent shots out of that both hit their mark first time, none flying by. And then all of those amazing things that they've been able to build, the amazing army, the amazing just series of, uh, <laughs> of these freaking uh again i'm losing my train of thought and it's pissing me off and i'm so sorry about this guys so very sorry indeed all the damn uh sorry i lost my train of thought i can't do it i cannot do it uh Santa says what's more inconsistent with your internet connection or avengers Endgame? internet connection is fine at this point it's my electricity the electricity is the problem the electricity is the main problem god it's so annoying though turn it off turn it on do I need to go into my settings? Configure video. Advanced settings. Let's turn the anti-flicker off. There's nothing else I can do. Uh, device default. And custom. Done. Alright, hopefully that fixes it. If it doesn't, I got no other answers for you. Uh, all I can say is turn away and look away because there's nothing I can do about it. 
There's nothing I can do as the chat jumps on me. So I'm going to go over to my DLive, pe DLive people. Guys, DLive is just... Uh, DLive is, is falling apart. Falling apart at the seams. So let me go over to my dashboard. Oh, now i got to go over... Oh, DLive. DLive's changes are ticking me off still. Oh, my lord. Oh, my lanta. Uh, anyway, Obi-Wan, 27883, thank you for the diamond, dude. I appreciate that. Frank the Bunny, thanks for the two lemons. And Yamakurkutubi, don't know how to pronounce that name. Uh, thank you for the follow. I appreciate that very much so. And I will get to you guys as soon as I possibly can. Yes, Couch Puppy is indeed a rockin' at Nickel Noodles. You are right. You are right. I'm all over the place tonight. Alex McCarthy says, Darth Danny, with that heel turn, playing a fiery game of Pac-Man with King's Landing. Yep. Gosh, the, the, the heel turn that can, that happened so quickly... That happened so quickly, and keep this in mind, everybody. Where did her where did her heel turn come from? What was the spark behind the heel turn? Some of you might say, "Oh, she lost her dragon. She lost her best friend." No, let let let's go to an even simpler point than that. It comes down to the fact that her nephew wouldn't sleep with her anymore. Let's just be honest here. What was the thing that got that ball rolling? That's right. It was the fact that she wanted to make out with her nephew, and he was saying, no, "I'm not going to do that." And so she said, it's love or it's fear. It's love or fear. Love has been denied to her by her nephew, and so therefore it must be fear. Great writing, guys. Wonderful. Isn't it? I mean, I'm actually starting to question these guys' writing abilities because keep this in mind. They have that as a main plot point with the nephew and <laughs> with the nephew and her and his aunt. And that's like a major part as to what causes her to have the heel turn. And then at the same time, you also have... The brothers and sis the brother and sister who have been, you know, falling apart from each other because one of them's actually been growing up, one of them's actually been going through a really incredible character arc that's been awesome to see, really cool to see, only for him to just to turn back and run into his sister's arms and die with her and their unborn child. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, these writers, there's something wrong with them, man. Uh, John Wheeler says, I hope you like the crippled white child as your king, according to the leaks. Uh, so I cannot confirm nor deny any leaks. So let's try and keep any spoiler talk, especially when it comes to leaks out, because uh, HBO is is very vengeful. It's They're very vengeful. They're taking down channels for covering any leaks. Even if they give you spoiler warnings or anything, they've been trying to take down these channels with copyright strikes or even just taking down the channels altogether. And so I don't even want to play with that nonsense. And so let's just ki let don't tag me in anything that has anything to do with any possible leaks. I would appreciate that. Uh, Super Anime Gamer says, What Game of Thrones has done to Daenerys and Jamie borders on Unforgivable? Yeah, seriously. Like, Daenerys has had a great character arc. Gone. Done. In like five minutes. Like, all of a sudden, up, oh, completely different character now. Completely different character. Oh, well, she, her, her father, you know, she was related to the Mad King. Yes, she was related to the Mad King. And she spent the entire several seasons now building up how she is not like her father. Building up how she is nothing like the Mad King. And yet, here we are. It's so freaking stupid. And then Jamie also, several years of incredible buildup of him becoming one of the most despicable characters in the world to one of the most likable characters in the world. And then, boop gone done done in the flip flip of a coin uh soul assassin says you think DD flip a coin every time they come up with a plot i think one of the best memes i've seen so far actually is they uh so if you've ever seen south park south park did an episode where they were making fun of family guy and it was all a joke about how family guy come up with their jokes and so what ends up happening is that you find out that it's a tank of manatees that just pick random balls, and that's how they create their jokes. That is exactly what's going on here with Game of Thrones. There is a giant tank 
filled with ideas, filled with plot twists, even though none of them, you know, not, not all of them make any sense, especially with the current state of the story. And I think that's the reason why. They say, oh, what are we do next? Oh, the manatee picked this one. And the two manatees in the tank are Benioff and Weiss because they are manatees. They are brainless. Uh, the Senate says, Danny's personality switches on a dime like Kylo Ren. Yep, makes no sense and does not work. Uh, Cash Ramosa says, Peter Dinklage was so good in their scene with Jamie hugging each other that caught me. Seriously, Cass, no, I agree. There were a couple of really awesome moments, and the acting was spot on. The acting was great. Peter Dinklage is giving some of his best work. It sucks that his character is dumb now. He used to be one of the smartest characters, and now he just makes bad decision after bad decision. It's It's so silly. And it's really sad because they're wasting the talents of these amazing actors and actresses. Uh, Super says, the acting this season has been insane. The script has been trashed. And Amelia Clark and Peter Dinklage have been forced into carrying the show almost by themselves. And they did it. Yeah, I mean, even though I hate what they did with Danny's character because it just doesn't make any sense. At the very least, Amelia Clark was able to play that turn very well. You could see all of the different emotions going on behind the scenes. You could tell everything that was going on in her mind. And that takes a very talented actress. Even though she's definitely been hit and miss. Especially when it comes to anything outside of Game of Thrones. She has not really been able to do that much good work outside of Game of Thrones. As far as being in the show, though, she has been pretty consistent. She has been consistently good. And so it really does frustrate me, though, that her great acting performances are being wasted with this script. With this crappy storytelling. Again, we're in the age of subversion, everybody. It's no longer Game of Thrones. It's Game of Subversion. That's why anything that you think won't happen or shouldn't happen or makes no sense, it's going to happen. It likely will happen. Put the craziest theory out there, and it has a chance. It has a chance. Ah, man. Uh, Orange Hour View says, I heard the uh, the dragon lady nuked the city. Yep. Totally destroyed the city. And again, they could have built to that. They could have had that make sense. It's not that she did it. That's the problem. It's how that character got there. That's what doesn't make any sense. And that's what they've been doing all season. They've been trying to surprise people, not letting any person, again, not letting any person have any definitive arc or any conceivable conclusion to their arc. And all they do is they basically, imagine this. So story arcs are like this. You know, you go from A to B to C to D to E to F, all right? And so that's how all these characters have been going. You know, Daenerys has had these arcs. is going to A to B to C to D, et cetera. Jaime's had these arcs, et cetera. And so basically, we were at, like, M. Like, that's where we were. We were at M. We are like, almost halfway through their arcs. And so what Benioff and Weiss, in their wisdom, decided to do is, all right, we're just going to jump straight to Z. And so that leaves everyone else saying, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Okay, so I could see how some, at some point, that could happen. But there are all these other letters. There are all these other steps that you didn't cover. There are all these other steps that just don't get covered. And it doesn't make sense. And that's the point. They don't want it to make sense. They want it to be shocking. They want it to be shocking. They want it to be subversive. They want it to just be, oh, you didn't see that coming, did you? It's just like Ryan Johnson, where he's like, oh, your Snoke Snoke theory sucks. Oh, my gosh. You thought that was going to (laughs) happen? Never mind. And he thinks he's clever. He thinks, oh, you see, I, I surprised you. But surprising people does not mean you're writing a good story. Just because people are shocked or surprised doesn't mean that your writing is good. It just means they're shocked. Now, there's a good shock. Red Wedding, great example of that. When the Red Wedding happened, it shocked a lot of people, myself included. I had never read the books, other than the first one, and I did not know that was going to happen. And when it did, I was like, holy crap, there are a lot of characters that are no longer with us. How are they going to carry on? But guess what? They were able to because they had already established other characters to move everything on and to continue the show, but also that one event impacted everything else and also made sense because of all of the other factors that they had been building up prior to that event. Had they just started out, like imagine this, imagine that you're two episodes into the series and then you have the Red Wedding. 
everyone would rightly be like, wait, what? This doesn't make any sense. I didn't, I didn't care about these characters enough to really understand what's going on, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Wait, why did this person kill that person? Oh, you didn't explain it. It wouldn't make any sense, and it wouldn't work. In the same way here, they've done conclusions that are very likely going to be the conclusions that George R. R. Martin has in his books, but I guarantee you that George is going to have hundreds of pages in between those events explaining how those characters get to those points. And that's the biggest problem with this entire series is that you have six episodes in this season. Six. Just six. And they decided to waste the first two that could have easily been one hour and a half episode. They then cram the Night King into one episode, have that arc just end in one episode. Okay, fine. You rush that. Then they have a holdover episode that is another waste of time with logic and physics that doesn't make any damn sense. It doesn't work. It is interesting that these two people who pretty much hate magic, they've been kind of avoiding magic for the most part, uh, especially since they took over completely from the story. And yet they like to create magical physics that don't work. So they're embracing magic. It's just Magic that doesn't make any damn sense. At least if it's magic, I can say, oh, it's magic, and that exists in this universe, and I can accept that. Instead, it's like, no, there's not really any magic, and this is just using physics, but we're going to change the laws of physics to make it work for us. No. (laughs) That doesn't work. Uh, That's not how any of this works. All right, where was I in the super chat? I mean, uh, in the chats in general before it just jumped on me. All right, Greta. Uh, Greta says, I really thought when Jamie and Cersei were trapped, he was going to stab her and then die from his wounds. But no, she basically gets an off-screen death. So again, guys, we are talking spoilers of the previous episode, so just don't put any spoilers for any future episode. Obviously, we have one episode left. Let's stay away from that and just focus on what's already happened at this point. So anything previous to um, the next week's episode, so anything, anything that's aired so far is fair game in the chat, and also I will be discussing as well. So that should be pretty obvious now at this point, but um, yeah, no, I agree. I think that that would have been more poetic, is Jamie understands that Cersei is a monster, and that causes the death. But at the same time, too, even if they had done it that way, it still wouldn't have really worked, because then he's basically just left Brienne to, you know, to the cold after sleeping with her, and his character arc still doesn't make any sense. It still just doesn't work. Uh, Super says the plot and story elements are teleporting like Danny, <laughs> like Danny in season seven. Yep. God, man, all the teleportation. God, the teleportation this season's been insane. Uh, Mikey Wood says, my friend on Facebook saying the TV show runners never cared about your feelings from the beginning. Severely blue-pilled sad. Holy crap, that's so sad. Yeah, it is. I mean, honestly, okay, yeah. So the showrunners, according to this person, the showrunners don't care about your feelings. If that's the case, then why have they been doing things that the fans have loved for so long, only to now not care and seriously give us crap? Because even the subversion of expectations that's happened previously, guess what? It all came from the books. It was all very well written in the books, and they adapted that, and they adapted it very well. The reason why the show's gone off the deep end, the reason why the show sucks now, is because they no longer have the material to be basing it off. They now only have just maybe a couple of things that George might have thrown at them, and they say, oh, well, we're going to go and do it this way. And George's like, all right, go ahead and do it. I'll fix it in my book, <laughs> which I'll be selling at some point in the future, maybe. <sighs> Uh, Sasha Neon says, did the writers lose a bet with Ryan Johnson, or did Ryan Johnson dare them to be better subverters? Are all the Dexter, Lost, and Sopranos fans laughing at our naivete naivete for trusting Shilly Weird? Oh my gosh, great point. You're bringing up Sopranos. I would say that there definitely are some people that are like on both sides of the fence with Sopranos ending. Um, I know that Dexter's been brought up too, Lost has been brought up, and I haven't seen those two. Uh, I've seen the endings of Sopranos, even though I've never actually watched the show. Uh, But to me, this just... I think this is one of the worst endings to a series because this ending ruins 
the entire rest of the series. Because it's not just like one main character's overarching arc that's been destroyed. It's almost every single character's arc that's been destroyed. I mean, even even Clegane Bowl, even the Hound vs. the Mountain got ruined by some really bad choices. By some really questionable choices. Especially the moment when somehow he was able to drive his brother through a stone wall. Like, ah, God, there's so many issues. Uh, the Senate says, don't be sorry, D&D are stupid. Uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, John Early says, imagine if Game of Thrones had gone on for 10 years like Smallville, it would have been woke for six seasons. No. Wait, what? What? No. Wait, what? No, wokeness has not. No. Is, here's, the th- here's the beautiful thing. Wokeness has nothing to do with this series. Like, that's not even a part of the discussion anymore. It's just bad writing. It is just bad writing at this point. And that's what's so amazing is that you have people from all sides of the political aisle, left, right, it doesn't matter, left, right, center, doesn't matter. All of us are coming together and saying, no, the writing just sucks. It's not really that woke. It really isn't. Like, you can try and pull some certain things saying, oh, what about the all-female war council and all these other things? Those in and of themselves really aren't all that woke when you think about it, especially with everything else that happens in the series. It's not the woke, it's not a wokeness problem. It really, that's never really been a major, like a major part of this universe. And it's never really been a major problem with this universe. It's just the writing has gotten so lazy because these guys just obviously don't care. They want to move on to other things. But here's the thing. They're destroying the series that made them famous. They're destroying the series that got them the Star Wars trilogy, and they very well could ruin their chance to have that Star Wars trilogy still. Because if if the season ends the way that it looks like it might, and it's going to leave a lot of people pissed off, you're not going to have people buying the Blu-ray. You're not going to have people buying the, the toys anymore. There's a lot of people that are not even going to watch on HBO Go the previous seasons anymore. Because as I said, so many character arcs now mean nothing. If you go back to season one, season two, you're going to see certain characters go through these various arcs and you say, wait, this doesn't matter anymore because all of the work that was done in you know building up this character is just thrown out the window in the last season. So why should I care about this character anymore? Why should I care about this person's arc? The reason why people love Jamie Lannister so much is because he starts off as the most despicable character in this world. And because of all the things he goes through, he becomes a better person. And that is why people were loving to see the direction that he was going in. Not to see him at the last minute for no reason. Oh, I love my sister again. <laughs> and now I'm going to die in her arms. <laughs> no one wants to see that because it doesn't make any sense. You could have it be where he eventually goes back to her. You can have that work, but not just flip of the, you know, oh, I love my sister again. I mean, come on. Like, that's just, it's lazy. It's lazy writing. Uh, Zinewater says, what are they going to do with Essos? They just left it hanging. Danny brings a massive amount of their population to Westeros, and now what? Great point. And also, too, they talked about how there was a new Prince of Dorne, and yet I don't remember seeing any Dornish people there. So that was a total <laughs> wasted line, and there are so many wasted lines in the show. Uh, Greta says, yeah, I love how the Hound and Arya get all of the way to the King's Landing and into the castle, and the Hound tells Arya to go home, and she's like, okay, no, Greta, thank you. At that moment, I said, wait, what? So literally... All the hound does is say, hey, you don't want to be like me. And then she says, you're right. I don't want to be like you. Even though for years now, all I've wanted to do is kill all these people, including Cersei, who, remember, has been one of the most evil people of all time. And yet him saying, you don't want to be like me, which, if I'm not mistaken, he has said almost verbatim to her before to no impact. But now all of a sudden, oh my God, my whole world has been changed. We, we, (laughs) God. 
Oh, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Thank you for pointing that out, Greta, because, God, it was so bad. Uh, Grandmaster Yoda says, uh, both Back to the Future and Flash have a type of time travel that does not match, um, but have deep story to make it work. Endgame tried to do both in one. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to talk about Endgame that much tonight. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to have this be most, this is going to be a strictly Game of Thrones uh, stream. Uh, Greta says, it's weird that John didn't even say anything. I wish he would have actually said, you're my aunt. This is weird. I know, seriously. No, he doesn't say a damn word. And she's just like, oh, I guess it'll be fear then. If I was John, I'd be like, dude, you're my aunt. That's weird. Normal people don't do that. <laughs> uh, Alice says, I want to know how Jamie was basically shish kebab, then walks around for an hour like it was a flesh wound. I know, seriously. He gets stabbed in a... <laughs> and not only that, he was on the ground for a long time. It took a lot of effort for him to grab his sword. And yet, all of a sudden, oh, now I can walk around and bring my wife around with me. <laughs> God... Uh, John Winkler says, I'm so sorry, Odin. I don't want your stream shut down. So very sorry. Oh, it's all good, John. It's all good, man. Uh, Castro Mosa says, your and Jamie fight was just plain stupid. Yep. It was a convenient plot armor of, we want these two to fight. How can we make it happen? Oh, let's have Euron jump into the ocean and swim up right on the shore exactly where Jamie Lannister is going to be. Ho, ho, ho. Now it all makes sense now. Gosh. Oh, it's so bad. Um, let us see, 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 whisper words of wisdom, let us see. Holy crap. Why is this chat, oh, this chat is hopping tonight, guys. Uh, Greta says, Amelia Clark deserves an Emmy this season. Yeah, she has done great work this season. Uh, the Senate says, Mahler pointed out that when Daenerys is riding her dragon and burning people to, uh, people... For God, they were supposed to act like they were on fire. When everyone else was on fire, they <laughs> they they were just chilling. Wow. Uh, Super says, and the writers tried justifying Danny by saying they hinted at it from season one when she saw Ver- uh, uh, Viserys die. How how is how is violently punishing abusers equivalent to wanting made murder? Not just that, but killing innocent children and women, innocent people getting killed. She could hear the screams of women and children as they were being burned alive. And yet none of this means anything to her, even though it's been clear since the first season that she cares about people that are being mistreated because she's been mistreated her entire life. Oh, but yeah, just throw all that out the window. Now it doesn't matter anymore. God. Uh, John Wheeler says, as someone who has never seen the show, would you recommend any part of the series? Some people say seasons one through four at least. Seasons one through four are great, but you would have to watch it knowing you can't go past that point. And I would say, if you know the things that you know now about this series, I would say it's it's not even worth going back to watch at this point. Zinewater says, I don't get why people keep expecting directors to be good writers. That doesn't necessarily follow. I still maintain that Ben Evan Weiss could direct a good Star Wars film if given a good script. No, Zion, I think that you make a good point. Here's the thing, though. They have not written every single episode of this season. They have not been the writers. They have been the creators, and they have been the creative heads. And that's the reason why we're worried is because... Yes, they're directing the Star Wars movies, but from what I can tell, they're also the creative force, meaning that whatever writer they get, they're going to have a heavy influence on that person's writing. So that's the reason why, because guess what? Not every single episode, I don't think any episode this season at least, has been directed by them. Like I don't think any episode has actually been directed by them um, in a direct fashion. And I don't think any episode other than maybe last night's has been directly written by them either. 
meaning that they have obviously a strong creative edge on this. They have this world that they're building and they're having other writers essentially adapt it for them. And that if they do that in Star Wars, it's going to end up really bad. It is going to end up really bad for them. Uh, the sentence says, your Danny theory sucks. Yep. <laughs> uh, G-Monkey says, I kept waiting for Jamie to snap Cersei's neck when he had into good hands of her head. Uh, to have the building fall on them is terrible. Someone needed to personally kill Cersei. No, seriously. And that was done purely to subvert expectations because everyone's wanted Cersei to die since season one. Everyone's wanted one person to have that chance, to have that chance to be able to kill Cersei. And guess what kills Cersei? A brick, a stone, a falling stone. Now, I could have forgiven that if that was the only problem. But when you have all of the other myriad of problems that exist in this one episode alone, it's unforgivable. You know, if again, if it was in isolation, people would be pissed, but there would be other things to fall back to. But the reason why it sucks is not just because she gets killed by a stone, it's because she gets killed in the arms of her brother, and that required two character arcs to be destroyed. Also, Cersei has been so strong for so long. Remember that even she, when she was walking through the streets naked... Even though she was crying, she was able to hold her composure, and yet now, all of a sudden, oh my god, oh my god, I'm a little blues and I'm gonna fall apart, everybody, oh god, I just want some courage, I just need some courage. She turns into the cowardly lion. It's like, no, Cersei is not that character. Cersei has never been that character. <sighs> so they kill two characters and two character arcs for fun. Why not? John Winkler says, so on our unrelated note, are you excited for, how excited are you for Dark Phoenix? Looks awful. Greta says, it definitely should have been at least 10 episode seasons. No, it should have been at least two other seasons. Let's be honest for a second. They could have made two more seasons out of the show, and they could have gotten to similar conclusions in different ways because they could have spent an entire season of 10 episodes, long episodes, of actually developing these character arcs. But no, they decided to shorten everything, make it six episodes, waste our time in at least two to three of those episodes when they could have easily been condensed into much smaller fashion, for fun. Why not? Uh, Modern New Thing says, Hope you're doing well, my lord. Sorry I haven't been here in a while. Been working hard on videos and visiting my family. Well, thank you, Modern New Thing. Glad to have you back. Mirrored Jeremy says, HBO offered Dan and Dave more money for more episodes, but Dan and Dave said, no thanks. I did not know that, but that does not surprise me. These are two guys that want to try and get away from this series as fast as possible. But if they burn everything to the ground while they're doing it, it does not help out their future at all. If I was running Disney right now, and I was looking at what they were doing with Game of Thrones, I would say... Uh, you know what, maybe they shouldn't be the ones to take over the next Star Wars trilogy. Maybe. Uh, Modern Dude Thing says, also Endgame, uh, also Endgame is 10 million times better than The Dark Knight. Not true at all. God, not even close. Oscar McCarthy says, it's, it's just like True Blood. 90% of the show was awesome. The final 10% utter garbage fire. And here's the thing, is that the 10% utter garbage fire of this season has ruined other episodes, has ruined their characters. Because as I said, the whole reason the show has been so popular is because you invest time and energy into caring about these characters. You expect the characters to go somewhere. And when all of a sudden you find out that all of the hours and all of the time that you've put into watching a show has led up to nothing and it doesn't make sense and it doesn't work, you're left scratching your head saying, wait, what? Why would you do this? To subvert expectations because they wanted that reaction. They wanted that gut instant, oh, I don't understand why they're doing this. But they're not getting the follow through. They thought, oh, they're gonna be so they're gonna be so surprised by this season. It's gonna be great. The surprise is gonna be wonderful. Yes, the surprise was very large. It was a very big surprise. Oh my god, you shocked us all. Good job. DD. Congratulations, you shocked us all. But you also sacrificed characters, character arcs, plot, and you know, the entire series for it. So I hope it was worth it. 
I hope it was worth it. John Early says, is Game of Thrones Season 8 proof that Hollywood doesn't care about good writing and good storytelling? I mean, yes and no. Yes and no, I would say. I would say it's more of a story about these two idiots. Uh, Tina says, also, add How I Met Your Mother, which I had already quit watching, and I've heard people mention that iffy Sopranos conclusion. Yeah, me too. I I remember watching How I Met Your Mother, and God, that was stupid. Talk about something else. And here's the reason why How I Met Your Mother sucked, is because they could have gone to that conclusion had they not done, you know, four seasons. They could have cut four seasons and gone to that conclusion, and then it would have been a fine conclusion. The problem is, is that the conclusion, which, spoiler warning, if you haven't seen How I Met Your Mother, which I, again, would not recommend watching past season four or five. Um, they're very short episodes, too, so you'll be able to binge watch it pretty easily. But they tease this this relationship between uh, between Robin and, um, uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking out on his name now? But anyway, the main character. Um, God, I'm blanking on it. Uh, but anyway, they tease this constantly. And then all of a sudden they spend like four or five seasons saying, oh, nope, don't worry about it anymore. But then all of a sudden they end up together at the very end. Ted Mosby. Ted Mosby was his name. And I was like, wait, what? And again, it was stupid. The ending would have worked in other circumstances. And again, these conclusions could have worked. These conclusions could have worked. The problem is, is that You don't do these conclusions if the story arcs don't even support it and don't even make sense and are broken by it. They've destroyed characters because of these decisions they've made. Um, D-Live people, let me see. Poppy10, thank you for the ice cream. I appreciate that. Uh, Sandan, thank you for the lemon. Uh, Chicken Bob, thank you for the lemon. Poppy10, thank you for the three lemons. Brad Beer Hunter, thank you for the five lemons. Chicken Bob says, Odin, what is going on? How is it going indeed? And again, so, so sorry, everyone. So very sorry indeed for watching over on D-Live. I'm not going to be able to be as active on D-Live uh, today just because um, D-Live has kind of been uh, kind of been sucking a lot lately. Uh, they, they changed their chest recently. It's made it harder for you to gain cryptocurrency. And I think that's stupid. I think that is a total waste. And so if you want to stay active in the chat, please talk to each other. That helps you out more than it does me. It helps you guys gain crypto faster. Once the chest gets to a higher level, I will go ahead and open it for you guys because I want to make sure y'all guys get as much cryptocurrency as possible. But that's the reason why I'm not going to be as active over on DLive tonight because uh, DLive's kind of been ticking me off lately. So please uh, continue to be active over there. I'm going to try and keep an eye out. If you, Of course, if you donate, you don't have to. If you donate lemons or anything, I will shout you out, of course, and I'll try and keep an eye on the chat when I possibly can. But yeah, go ahead and talk to, talk to yourselves and uh, try and build up that crypto for yourselves so that way I can try and get as much crypto to as many people as possible because, God, it's just it's so stupid. Uh, and the defenders of it are just awful. Awful, awful, awful. Uh, Mikey Wood says, my guess is this friend uh, is this friend is a normie that never read the books or forgets it's based on a book and doesn't consider D&D George R. Martin backstage stuff about the subversions. Oh, oh, the, uh, the, your Facebook friend. Okay, gotcha. He's a normie, so he knows nothing. Okay, you know nothing, normie friend. Gash Ramosa says, I don't know why D&D rushed it. Maybe they should have pushed a 10 episode rather than six. Well, according to somebody, they were offered the opportunity to do more episodes and they turned it down. That, to me, shows an ego. It's either an ego because they think they can do it better in six, or it's an ego as in, no, we don't want to do this anymore, so we're going to try and do it as fast as possible. doesn't matter how much is destroyed along the way. Uh, Greta says, the first time I'm actively boycotting something in, is D&D's Star Wars movies. Greta, I'm right there with you. Like, seriously, after the last episode of Game of Thrones, just because I, I'm a completist and I want to see where this train wreck ends, does it end in the way that many of the spoilers and many of the speculation is pointing to with certain people gaining certain ground and certain people dying in certain ways? Like, seriously, if it, if it ends the way 
And you can find it. If you want to find those spoilers, they're available on Reddit. I think Free Folk has a lot of those spoilers listed. And a lot of them have been accurate. I would say like 90 to 95% of them have been accurate. So I'm very confident that the way they say it's going to end will likely be the case. The only thing that might kind of throw a wrench in those things is that apparently they shot possibly multiple endings to try and confuse people. And yet none of them really are, are good. None of them, None of them are good. They're all bad. Uh, the Senate says, Jeremy admitted on Mahler's stream it wasn't identity politics that killed this season. It's just D&D Studio. No, exactly right. Exactly right. Th- this this show, if, if this show is safe from one thing, it's identity politics. But there has not been any. I mean, as far as grand scale stuff. I mean, can you find moments in there? Sure. You pick apart moments. Some people can say, oh, you know, the Lady Mormon character. No, I actually thought the Lady Mormon character was awesome. Okay, does it make sense necessarily that she was able to kill a giant? No, I mean, hey. I think it worked. I think that with that character arc, I was fine with that. I was okay with that. The reason why so many people were starting to nitpick at those types of things is because of all of the other nonsense. Because when you have main level, main tier plot points falling apart, main level, top tier characters falling apart, well, then you just start to notice every, everything, every little problem that exists. And I think that's the biggest problem with it all is that, yeah, identity politics has not killed, has not killed this. It has barely even touched it, I would say, for the most part. It's been terrible writing, objectively bad writing. And there's been a couple people, like there's one person I was getting on debate with on on Twitter who's just being an ass. Like he was being a total ass. He was just saying, he was like, oh, mm, mm, mm. like, you know, how you have those people that they come back with a quick response because they don't really care about what you have to say. They just want to poke a hole in the sentence that you just laid out as you're typing your next sentence to try and add to it. And all they want to do is just be like, huh, what, huh? Just being a total ass about it. And so it came to the point where I was just like, all right, dude, like I blocked him for for like a few minutes. I'm like, are you done? Are you going to stop being an ass? Because I can have a discussion with you or you can keep being an ass because I'm not going to, I'm not going to deal with that. I only have, I only have so much energy and focus in a day and I can't focus it on you being an ass. (laughs) Uh, The Senate. Uh, Thank you for that comment though. Uh, Super says, I don't own any Game of Thrones. I wanted to get it when I was done, but now I know I'm not going to buy the updated box set. I'll buy the seasons that will actually get. And again, if you want to watch it, there are some good seasons. I would say just avoid the latter stuff like the plague. Avoid the latter stuff by the plague or do what, uh, you know, Gary over on Androx channel. He says, I think the best argument. He says, you know what? Read the books. The books are good. The books have all of the character arcs done very well, even more so than what they did in the series. Other characters that have not even been mentioned in the show that are awesome. Euron, for example. Euron Greyjoy has a great character arc in that book that makes him a despicable bad guy that they just totally ignored. He was just a bad guy. He was there. He was bad. He was there. And the Golden Company. Golden Company also gets very nice development. You get to know more about who they are instead of them just being dragon fire fodder. I mean, God, so... So many things wasted, but uh, Gary recommends the book, so I, I believe I trust in Gary. Do I trust in Nerdrotic? Do I trust? So I would say, hey, go read the books because he says they're good, and I've read the first one. The first one was good. Uh, Castromosa says, only the actors in the series is excusable, just bad writing. Exactly. Again, the actors have been doing a great job. The actors have been doing a great job. You know, I, I just point out the Cersei moment. The moment itself was not poorly acted. You know, she was not doing anything bad. Lena Hetty was doing a great job. Her crying was awesome. Her crying was good. It just was not consistent with her character. And that's not her fault. That's the writer's fault. That's the director's fault. That's the creative heads in charge's fault, which, again, is D&D. Greta says, oh, yeah, and what happened to Yara's, uh, <laughs> to, to Euron's fleet? Great question. You mean Euron's fleet? I mean, yeah, totally destroyed. One dragon destroys the entire fleet. You know what was the best part, though? Was Euron 
notice something, like seriously, Euron knows that there's going to be an attack at some point. He knows there's still one dragon. I mean, all of the scorpions are still on alert. And yet, he is the one looking directly into the sun. He's like, I think I see something. And then not until the dragon is like, <laughs> like in full view, does he finally say, oh my god, you need to fire. And then somehow, Drogon is able to destroy all the fleet without getting anything. Like, not, not a scratch, nothing. Totally protected by the plot. And God, yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing. So stupid. Waste. Waste of time. Slash of Neon says, How will DVD sales fare? People will refuse to buy the complete series box sets. No, no, no. I think the Blu-ray sales are going to be awful. Because based especially on how the ending is likely going to end, if people are still holding on saying, Oh, but maybe, maybe the ending will be great. Based on what I'm hearing, it won't be. And even, I think, a great ending to this series would not be enough because you would still have the terrible decisions that have led up to this point that you would not be able to get over. All right. Mikey Woods was the last one uh, in the regular chat. Let me head over to the Super Chats. Don't worry, I have not forgotten about you. Bruce Lombardo, thank you again. Oh, both Super Chats were from Bruce. Bruce Lombardo. Bruce Lombardo, thank you so much, man, for that Super Chats. I appreciate it. The first one, he says, Game of Thrones with secret guest writer Ryan Johnson. It certainly feels that way. And then he also says, unless you're referencing the world's best-selling role-playing games, D&D, please refer to them as Dan and Dave. We die, Chuckers, have enough problems. I'm so sorry. Bruce, you're so you're so right. I'm so sorry that I threw in all of your uh, the D&D love. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. You're right. I should have been thinking about you guys. Uh, how about Dumb and Dumber? I like that. No, you know what? Because then that brings in a very great comedy movie back when, you know, Jim Carrey was funny. So, hmm. Yeah, Dan and Dave. Dan and Dave. John Early says, I wonder if House MD had a better season sender than Game of Thrones. If you haven't seen House MD, I have no interest. I have no interest. I have no interest in House. I tried watching it. Not my kind of show. Orange Hat Review says, I freaking called it. I told you that DLive would end up taking you off in one way or another. You did. You did. And it's because had they not changed anything, DLive would still be the bee's knees. Honestly, because I do like a lot of the things that D-Live has, but they took away the best thing about it. They took away something that was actually, you know, driving people to D-Live in the first place. And it was all about trying to build up this sense of community. No, you have to talk to people. You have to build a community. That's why you can't be a partner unless you get two other verified partners to vouch for you. Oh, (laughs) great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Oh, but this chest is better because the lurkers then can't get... Oh, so the people who support your streams by watching them and sharing them, who honestly, in most situations, can't chat because they physically can't, but are still supporting your stream nonetheless, yeah, they can't gain any crypto anymore. God. And they're like, oh, it's going to take away... It's going to, you know, it's going to limit spamming. No, it's not. Because the only way that the box, that the chest gets built up is essentially by the chat continuing to go. The only way that you increase your luck to have a better chance of getting crypto when it's released is to continue chatting, which means if you spam, unless you get blocked by a channel, and so now they're basically trying to say, oh yeah, you should be, oh, oh well, if you're not, one, some point, someone actually told me on, on the Discord saying, well, if you're not moderating your chat, well then, maybe, then maybe you, you would get some spam. And I'm like, oh, shut the hell up. God, get your head out of your ass and realize this is a terrible decision and it's going to end up hurting DLive more than anything else. And the other excuse I, ho- I was told was, oh, they were, well, they were giving away too much crypto. <sighs> of course. Uh, Micah D2, what's going on, Micah? Thank you for the super chat. He says, just want to say hi. Well, Micah, how's it going? How's it going, bro? 
the Senate says, D&D, sorry, Dan and Dave are going to ruin Star Wars next. I'm sad right now. Well, at this rate, they could have their series taken away. Let's just be honest here. Super says, Lady Mormons? You mean Roast God 3000? <laughs> yes. I actually, re- I love the actress that played Lady Mormon. I thought she was great. I thought she was great. Uh, Rosetta Allen uh, says, my brother isn't a normie. We grew up in the comics together, yet he loves all the new arcs and crap. How do I convince him he's got no taste? Basically, just try and point out the blatant plot holes, and hopefully he sees them. If he doesn't, then he might be beyond help. Greta says, don't feed the trolls. Uh, Sasha Neon says, will Dan and Dave wake up finding themselves surrounded by knife-wielding fans chanting, a Lannister always pays his debts. Obligatory, do not condone violence. Oh, absolutely, Slicer, yeah. None of us condone violence at all. Obviously, that was a joke, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the fans, the fans aren't happy. You know, the fans have been growing, have been growing, in their frustration with the show. And this was, to me, the final mark. That's why I said in my video today, this was the Ryan Johnson episode. Because people can argue that there's been Ryan Johnson episodes beforehand, like about subverting expectations. The reason why this episode, to me, is more so is because this is the episode where officially more than half the fan base is just done. Like, I would say more than half the fan base. And how do I get that number? Well, <laughs> Gary's stream last night had over 12,000 people watching it. And for the most part, people were agreeing. Uh, go to the Free Folk Reddit, where there's thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who are all saying the same thing. I mean, it's very easy to tell that this show is not doing well, that this show has not been received well, this season, rather, has not been received well by the fans, and I think it's going to show even more so when it releases on DVD and Blu-ray. I don't think people are going to be buying it. I would love to see comparisons between people who bought Season 7 versus people who buy Season 8, because I have no plans to buy it. I had Seasons 1 and 2, and I was going to slowly start to try and build the library. Now... At this point, I'll just keep what I have and then just, you know, leave it at that. You know, why, why would I want to invest money in merchandise or in the seasons when I know that none of it means a damn? When I know that none of, the, none of my care and hours upon hours of dedication to a show and to these characters means anything anymore? Do you realize how frustrating that is as a fan of anything? When you dedicate so much time only for that time to be rewarded with just, huh, screw you! God. Caster Mosa says, uh, what do you think if George R. R. Martin finishes the books? Maybe it could have a better ending. Well, here's the thing. I honestly think also your buddy 75. Thank you for the follow over on D live. I appreciate that. I honestly think this, I think that George R. R. Martin's going to come to similar conclusions as the show, because I don't think Dan and Dave just came up with the endings on their own. What I do think happened was that George told them, all right, these are how certain characters are going to end. These, these are the certain endings of certain character arcs, but that's all he gave them. And so Dan and Dave in their wisdom said, okay, well, instead of spending another season or two like we should, developing these arcs to get to these conclusions, let's just end it in six. You know, let's just throw it all together. The fans aren't going to care. The fans just want to have fan service. The fans just want to have the characters on screen. They just want the big battle sequences. They don't care about good arcs. You do realize that most people who love this show love the characters. And you do realize that people love characters because they've got good character arcs. If you've got a bad character arc, no one's going to like the character. Greta says, yeah, this makes me want to read the books. And I hear that books are great. Seriously. I, again, I like the first one. I've read the first one. The reason why I haven't read the rest is because, one, time. And two, I have ADD. And so I need the audiobooks. And uh, Gary, I don't know if Gary is... Gary, if you are just, you know, chilling in the chat, because sometimes he does that. Sometimes Gary uh, chills in the chat for a little bit. If you are in the chat, you promised that you would uh, send me... You would put all of the... <laughs> you would put all the audiobooks in a drive and send that my way. Please. 
I, I will hold you to that offer because I would love to get started on those books now. So that way I can add more to the discussion. Uh, the Senate says, Gary and Doomcock are having a field day with this episode. It's great watching them destroy this episode. Holy crap. Last night's stream on Gary's channel was awesome. Not only did he have over 12,000 people watching, but also just they were on fire. They were on fire, and it was amazing. Uh, you're a buddy 75. Thank you for the lemon, man. I appreciate that. You're awesome. You are awesome. Um, also, mods, if you could try and get some uh, some voting going on in the chat to see when they want me to open the chest, because I think it is ready to be opened. So let me know when you want me to open Let me know if the people want the ch- chest open now or if they want it to build up a little bit more. Let me know. The more it builds, the more you get. So keep that in mind. Uh, Blue Lou, thank you for the lemon. Appreciate it, man. But yeah, they've been having so much fun with it. I wish I was on that stream with them last night because they were having so much damn fun. Uh, Greta says, no, I meant Yara was just chilling the Iron Islands and not helping Cersei fight. Not helping with the Cersei fight. Oh, okay, sorry. Yara Greyjoy. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, uh, um, why am I? You're on sister. Okay, sorry. I was uh, sorry. So very sorry. I was confused for a second. Uh, but no, yeah, great point. But I will say that can be defended to a point because she did say that she was going to stay on the island and stay out of the fight so that whatever happens at the end, however, you know, wherever the wherever the ending happens and whatever happens, they'll be safe on the island. So I think that is a, I think that's a good enough reason, at least for that. That's the one character I can say, you know what, though, I can at least I can at least defend that point. But nothing else. Nothing else makes sense. Uh, see, Super says, can we also please talk about how Danny did more than one dragon than with three? Drogon was stupidly OP this episode. No, seriously. Like, it took, as I said before, in the previous episode, it took the first shot, just one, one shot from the scorpion, hitting, dr- hitting the dragon square in the chest, which could have killed the dragon then and there. And then two subsequent shots, both of which hit their mark, one, which hits directly through the dragon's neck. And yet, all of that accuracy, out the window. The speed reloading, out the window. And as I said before, you have freaking Euron there, standing there, with his pants down, looking up like, oh, that might be a dragon. You know, I think that might be a dragon there. Oh boy, that might be a dragon. I can't tell. Oh, wait a minute. It's about 100 yards away. It's a dragon. Oh, gosh. Aim and fire. Use the OP aiming. Wait, what? Our OP aiming system is down? Oh, God. (sighs) Let me jump off my ship and somehow survive so that way I can fight Jamie Lannister for no reason. Cash Ramosa says, D&D is dumb and dumber for me. Yep, sorry. Oh, so sorry. Zinewater says, why didn't... uh, why didn't Benioff and Weiss just leave the show to someone else? They didn't want to do it anymore. Uh, that's a great point. And I would actually say, why didn't the show get different showrunners? And and that's not even just a Benioff and Weiss. I would say, why didn't HBO see that they didn't care, see the passion wasn't there anymore, and say, all right, well, you go ahead and do your Star Wars, and we'll get someone who actually cares so that they can actually put the effort. They've taken almost two years to make these six episodes. That is pathetic. Two years to make this hot garbage? Awful. And all that money that got put that got poured into it too. It's just so stupid. Super says, call them dumb and dumber too, because no one wants to see them. Boom. Oh. Shots fired. 70 B B. <laughs> uh, Rosetta Allen says dimwit and doltish. That's a great point. Uh, Suicide Grunt says the Game of Thrones fans have had their last Jedi. Oof. Not a fan of either, but oof. Yep, it has been a last Jedi moment, and it's sad. It really is, because this has been a great show. 
as I said, I mean, this is a show that's meant a lot to me and my wife because me and my wife have spent hours watching this show together, talking about this show after. It's been a huge part of our Sundays, you know, for a long time when, when the series has been on. I introduced her to this series. She fell in love with the series because of that introduction. She, she At one point, she was Daenerys Targaryen. She dyed her hair and was the mother of dragons, and it was awesome. And my two little dogs were her dragons, and they're asleep right now. And they're so cute. And now, all of a sudden, within like the first, again, 10 to 15 minutes of the first of this episode, I look over to my wife, and she says, I can't, I can't, I can't defend it anymore. I can't. I, I, I was trying to stay positive because I thought they'd be able to fix it in the last two episodes, but I, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> and I was like, well, at least we can enjoy it now. Because, <laughs> God, did we have fun. Seriously, we were laughing. We were like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. It was great. It was great talking to the screen about just how silly it all was. It was so much fun. Uh, the sentence says, I got a name for Dan and Dave, Destruction and Destroyer. Uh, Destroyer of Thrones. Uh, Destroyer of Character Arcs. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, to the idiot who made cracks about you moderating your chat, tell them to suck it, care uh, care of Psych and Ying Yang. <laughs> uh, Rosetta Allen, I appreciate that so much. <laughs> Uh, Poppyton, thank you for the ice cream, and Peabody, thank you for the lemon. I appreciate it. Um, let's see. I'm not seeing anyone. I'm not seeing the uh, mods telling me whether or not I should open up the chest. So, um, Peabody, uh, just tag me. Put at Odin's move log over on D Live, and let me know if y'all have come up with a decision if whether or not you want me to give the chest or to let y'all build it up a little bit more. Um, Tina says, "Oh, sorry, uh, John Early. Hold on, no, sorry. Oh, so sorry." <laughs> uh, CWD Trixie says it could be more roundhead like if the dragons could hyperspace ram that is a good point at least they didn't have a hyperspace ram uh, Tina says I heard elsewhere that D&D have moved from their respective households until it blows over they know how crazies can track people down these days and I don't think it'll blow over it won't blow over and I do not condone that I don't think anyone should do anything any act of violence any doxing, none of that nonsense should happen. At the end of the day, this is a show. At the end of the day, this is a show. So we can criticize it from this lens of we're fans and we're pissed because it doesn't make any sense, and I'm totally supportive of that. And I'm totally supportive of calling them knuckleheads, of calling them nincompoops, of calling them even idiots, asshats, as I like to call it. But just because someone's an asshat does not mean that anyone should do harm against them or that anyone should do anything against them personally. Period. Unless it is petitioning uh, Lucasfilm to not let their Star Wars trilogy happen. Again, that's a very different scenario. Uh, yeah, no personal attacks over on them. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, John Early Simpsons should never have gone past 20. It's just garbage now. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I've never gone into The Simpsons, but I know that old Simpsons is much better. Uh, Darkstar57, thank you for the ice cream. I appreciate it. Poppyton, keep it closed per Peabody. Poppyton says, thank you, Poppyton. I appreciate that. I will keep it closed. I will keep it closed until Peabody tells me when to open it. Zinewater says, do you think they'll lose their trilogy if Kathleen Kennedy is still on? When does she even leave Lucasfilm? She's plotting the next 10 years. If uh, Benioff and Weiss get kicked, what will Ryan Johnson get? Uh, wh- when will Ryan Johnson get it? So honestly, I think that we're getting Star Wars this year. I think once this Star Wars comes out, you're going to have a very quick announcement that Kathleen Kennedy will be stepping down in, let's say, 2020. 
so a year before the next Star Wars trilogy starts. During that time period, Benioff and Vice's trilogy will be officially announced. And also, within that time, I would say by the end of 2020, it'll be officially announced. Probably sooner than that, but I would say by the end of 2020 at the latest, it'll be announced that Ryan Johnson is no longer creating a trilogy because of creative differences, but that he is staying on as an advisor to the Benioff and Vice trilogy. I think that is the most likely course of action. Um, Super says, more proof, last night's episode officially became the worst rated in their show's history. Two weeks in a row, yes. Check the comments and dislikes on Game of Thrones' YouTube channel. Fans are mad. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are mad. A lot of people are mad. Even critics, for the most part, can't defend it unless they're shills like Collider. God, have you seen the Collider review? It is cringeworthy how much they are shilling. God. Uh, Sasha Neon says, 8 is now a cursed number. Star Wars and Game of Thrones have been stricken. Oh, man, that's a good point. That's an excellent point. Um, la da 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 uh, CF Productions says, coming to another stream. What's going on, CF Productions? Uh, Steven Walton, does Danny have a respawn button for the Dothraki? Oh, my God. That was another great... <laughs> so, another great uh, another great meme that's come from this episode is, you remember how uh, Dan and Dave, at the end of the last episode, said that Daenerys had forgotten about the Iron Fleet? Uh, she had kind of, you know, forgotten about the Iron Fleet, and so we thought that, yeah, this would be a great time to kill a dragon because we needed to save some money. That's what they should have said because that would have at least been honest. But, yeah, and then also the Dothraki get wiped out in the very beginning of, you know, in that episode, the very beginning of the fight, in the very beginning of the fight of Winterfell, of, of the Long Night, which was really not all that long to begin with. The Dothraki get wiped out. Only, like, ten are able to actually, like, come back. And yet, now there's hundreds that still exist. And apparently, after the fact, I think Benioff and Weiss went on record, or the director went on record and said something to the effect of, oh, well, actually, only like two-thirds of them were wiped out, so a third of them were still existing. The problem is they never showed that on screen, and they insinuated that most of them had gotten wiped out. That was kind of the point. The whole point of them sacrificing the Dothraki in that way was to show how OP the Army of the Dead was. And to say that, oh no, only a few, like, you know, there were still a lot of them that were left is problematic because now it's like, why didn't they send the entire Dothraki army then? Why would they only send the force at like <laughs> less, less than what is ideal? Oh man. And so the, the meme goes like this. Uh, so Danny kind of forgot that, uh, or no, the Dothraki kind of forgot that they got wiped out last episode. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess two episodes ago. Oh, the memes have been so great. Uh, let's see. Greta says, uh, I guess Danny isn't pregnant, pregnant either, unless it's revealed in the next episode. God, I mean, yeah, at this point, just add more fuel to the fire. Seriously. Tina says he forgot. She had one more dragon. People have forgotten a lot this season. Yeah. There's a lot of forgetting going on. Seriously. Slash Neon says, no one is safe on the island. They were dead the whole time. Expectations needlessly subverted. You're welcome, ignorant fans. Yes, it turns out that the White Walkers were able to sail the oceans and go to the Iron Isles. And so once Westeros is finally calm, the series ends with a camera going up to, <laughs> going up to the top of the highest castle on the Iron Island. And guess what you have? Guess what you have? You have the Night Queen. Only it's... Uh, it's, it's the Greyjoy. It's the female Greyjoy, whose name I keep on forgetting. Rosetta Allen says, two years to fail at lighting 101. Yes, yeah, seriously. Because either the lighting team didn't do their job, which I don't want to attack them because, hey, they're probably strong. You know, they're probably, you know, working people. Or in post-production, they were like, meh. 
Super says, and Euron didn't jump. He was in the front of the ship and it was hit with dragon fire. The ship exploded like in black water. He should have been burned and drowned. Yeah, he was way too far out just to be able to swim back and still. Here's the thing. So let's insinuate that he survived. Okay. With the distance that that dude would have to swim back to the shore, how would he have, even though he might be left-handed, enough energy to take on Jamie Lannister? Plot armor, that's how. Uh, the sentence says, if Disney has one brain cell left, they will discard Dumb and Dumber to Dumb and Dumber's 2 trilogy. Yep, yeah, they would. You're right about that. You are absolutely right about that. Alrighty. Uh, CF Production says, uh, you weren't you weren't the chosen, sorry. You said you would. <laughs> you were the chosen, sorry. You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. <laughs> Rosetta Allen says the Suri is strong with this one. Oh, the Suri is so strong. Alex Martinez says Danny used cheat codes to revive the Unsullied, Dothraki, and to increase the speed, fire damage, fire output of Drogon, and its ability to dodge scorpion fire. Also, scorpions were nerfed. Yeah, God, the scorpions were completely useless. Just like just last episode. <laughs> Just last episode, Cersei could have destroyed the entire opposition just with those weapons. And yet, somehow, she doesn't. Even though she's been evil from the very beginning, nope, she says, oh, I'm just going to leave it a pass. <laughs> I'm just going to let him have a pass. God. Blue Lou, thank you for the lemon, man. I appreciate it. Oh, my God. It was so bad. But, yeah, the cheat codes. <laughs> uh, Casarabosa says, saw some comments that Collider depend, depending... De- Defending this episode, shilling at its finest. Yep, they are shilling nonstop. And I hate to call people out by name, but this dude's bothered me for a long time. Roka, holy crap. That dude is such a pain. That dude is such a shill. It's it's disgusting how, how, how much of a shill he is. Don't follow him on Twitter either, because he not only is a shill for movie companies, but he's also a huge, huge leftist. And not like, you know, liberal, but like, left this um you know like a, a crazy person <laughs> like an aocite <laughs> not the good kind of democrat the crazy kind that no one should support uh super says and i forget <laughs> have we gone over yet how mind-numbingly stupid Tyrion's betrayal of varus was okay i'm done ranting i'm told now no seriously no super i'm glad you're bringing these things up because seriously th- these are important things that need to be brought up so let's talk about Tyrion's arc or lack thereof or destruction Either way, it's not good. So yeah, he betrays Varys because Varys is committing treason against his queen. Okay. Five minutes later, Tyrion then commits treason against his queen. Okay, fine. He just had his friend killed. Someone who was overall a good guy killed for treason and then he commits treason himself. Oh God, man. And yeah, I mean... At least, you know, my wife makes a good point when she says that at least Varys' death makes some sense because he did commit treason and so it does, you know, it fits within the context of what's going on. My problem with it, though, is that Varys has been one of my favorite characters since the beginning and to me, that was a crap way for him to go out. He, he went out so quickly in the beginning of that episode and the fact that he was betrayed by Tyrion who then commits the same act that he was turned in for five minutes later, that's what pisses me off in retrospect. Um, let us see, let us see, um, let's see, Mad Mitch, thank you, oh, wow, Mad Mitch, thank you, dude, thank you for the $10 super chat, says, Odin, you haven't noticed a mysterious package from, uh, Mississippi yet? I have not checked my P.O. box, I have not checked my P.O. box, so, if there is a package waiting in my P.O. box, then I will have to check that out, thank you, dude, I appreciate that, 
yeah, guys, because I don't get notifications from them, and I don't always get a chance to go over there. So if you ever send me something and you know that it's there, you don't have to tell me what it is if you want me to be surprised or open it on air. But maybe just send a message to me on Twitter or email to say, hey, there might be something. Or you can even be coy, just like with Bad Mitch saying, you haven't noticed a mysterious package. There might be something waiting for you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Alvin Mega X, thank you for the follow. And Tegan T, thank you for the follow. I appreciate it. Over on DLab, my DLab peeps, I love you. I love you all so much, and I'm so sorry. I'm so very, very, very sorry I have not been more active over there. But as you guys know, uh, DLive has kind of been going down the dumps since they changed this stupid chess stuff. Ah, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, Rosetta Allen uh, says, forgive all my typos and sick hay fever is up and a bit lightheaded. No problem at all. No problem at all. Oh, I, I jumped way too far ahead. I jumped way too far ahead. Uh, let us see. Joe K, Game of Thrones fans are more let down and angry than Philadelphia 76ers fans last night. Ooh, sick burn. Tina, Josiah went live. Of course Josiah went live. Just Josiah does not care. Even though I've, I talked to him, I was on his stream, and I told him, here's when I stream. Still does it. God. But seriously, go support Josiah. He's awesome. Josiah Rise is awesome. And once the stream ends, I might actually just jump over there. And uh, hell, for all I know, I could be jumping on his stream because he's awesome. He's an awesome dude, and he deserves more love. Uh, Rosetta Allen, I grew up on Simpsons with my dad. Of course, this is the guy who watched Get Shorty with me when I was 11. <laughs> yeah, it just, it was never that show for me. My older brother fell in love with the show. I was never as into it. Uh, Orange Eye Review says, decadent and dismal sounds apt for the season of Game of Thrones. Yep, decadent and dismal. Perfect for this show. Alex McCarthy says, other straight white Christian male pulled a Jeremy went live. Yep, thank you. I appreciate that. God, Josiah. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, sadly, I've reached the point where Star Wars news makes Neo Negron not jitter. Never thought I'd see that. Wait, what? I have no idea what you're trying to say there. Uh, it was all gibberish. Uh, Zay says, which would you rather tolerate? Dumb and Dumber's 2 trilogy on Star Wars or ruin Roundhead Johnson's? Um, I would rather take Ben F. and Weiss. And the reason why is because someone made this point earlier. If they just direct and they let someone else take the creative controls, they can do a fine job. Because we've seen that they can make good television. We, we've seen they can do it. I mean, look at the first four seasons of Game of Thrones. They were behind it. They were the creative heads behind it. But they had a strong driving force of George R. R. Martin leading the way. Guiding the path. Guiding the story. If they have someone similar to that who has a set story, and it's a good story, and is able to keep them on track, then it could be fine. It could be a great trilogy for all we care. So the reason why Ryan Roundheads won't work is because he's going to write it. And we know he can't write. He admits it himself that he cannot write. And yet somehow, some way, he gets upset when people, you know, call him out. But Mad Mitch, thank you for that super chat. Uh, Bruce Lombardo, thank you for the super chat, says, I'm boycotting Disney. You probably cannot have real money for drowning those sorrows. Well, thank you, Bruce Lombardo. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll, I'll boycott them when I can. You know, obviously, I, uh, for example, Captain Marvel. I saw it but Alita Battle Angel got my money, allegedly speaking. There are certain movies like Aladdin that I plan on giving the money, allegedly, to a different movie, but still going to see it, allegedly. Which means that the theater that I go to is going to be taken care of. In fact, I usually, when I do that, will buy concessions. And so they get a crap ton of my money. The only one that actually loses out to Disney, and guess what? At this point in time, they're screwing the fans, so if they get screwed over a little bit, allegedly, I don't care. Allegedly. But only allegedly. Only allegedly. Uh, Rosetta got that one already. Zinewater says, I find it hilarious how those who defend The Last Jedi are whining about Game of Thrones has ruined characters. I know, seriously. You know what, though, Zine? If this has to be the show, 
that gets them to realize how bad The Last Jedi is and brings more people over to that camp, hey, could it be worth it? No, and let's be honest. No, it's not because this series was too damn good. And the fact that they're ruining the show, not even for those fans that are still fans of The Last Jedi to move over to, to the light side, even then it would not be enough. Uh, because uh, this show th- this show deserved better. This show deserved so much damn better. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, yes, what is that? The stupid Last Jedi sucked. Tina says, I sent you links to Shade Versity's video tearing apart the military strategy of the long night. I'll resend it because it needs to be watched. All right, Tina, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, their military strategy sucked. Super says, um, and don't forget about the Unsullied. When they lit the trench in episode three, a ton of Unsullied were still left in front of it. So they definitely died. Yes, the Unsullied should not really have existed anymore, let alone the Dothraki. We don't see any other major groups of Dothraki in that episode. It makes no sense. Tina says, and Anna just went live. Really? Really, Anna? Anna, it's like 545 where you are. You can wait until 8. You can wait until 8.30. It'll still be early for you, and then you can still do a long stream. And I'm calling you out. I'm sorry for everything that's been going on, and I'm praying for you, girl. But Lord, gosh. Uh, John Early says, the ending for MASH Mobile Army Surgical Hospital probably had a better ending than Game of Thrones. I heard MASH was a great show. Uh, John Winkler says, Odin, no one in Game of Thrones is ever really gone. That's a good point. However, do we really want resurrection happening at this point? Do we really want that happening? To be honest, I think that if one character comes back, the mountain. Why not? Why not? Ruin ruin the sacrifice made by the Hound. Like they really care. Rhaegar Targaryen says, Thor The Dark World is the eighth MCU film. What? Okay. Okay, Rhaegar. I'm very... I'm, I'm, what? Uh, Rosetta Allen says, Did I miss a study? What does being left-handed have to do with energy level? <laughs> It's because <laughs> uh, I love that Rosetta. No, it's because of the fact that he is right-handed, but his right hand got chopped off. That's why. There's nothing to do with him being left-handed, other than it not being his natural hand. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, I saw people in the in the chat. Yeah, exactly. Patrick Duff. Allegedly, I only hear allegedly. Didn't didn't already get <laughs> my money. Allegedly. <laughs> So sorry. So very sorry indeed. And because I saw this poppy, this is any word yet on Alita Blu-ray. So there is a preliminary date. Nothing official yet, though. So take this with a grain of salt. That mid-June is when the Blu-ray will go on sale. Now, it's not on sale pre-order yet on Amazon. We don't have an official word yet. But there is a blog that apparently has insiders that have said that it likely will get that as a release date. So that should mean over the next, you know, few weeks... We hopefully will get a pre-order availability and we'll get an official announcement. And I said by the end of May, we'll know. So fingers crossed on that. But as with most things, I'll believe it when I see it. But man, I cannot wait to buy. Cannot wait to buy uh, Lita on, on 4K. I'm going to totally buy that one on 4K because it deserves it. Uh, Driving Mayhem says, if Dan's whole character arc was to become the Mad Queen, Danny's, uh, okay, gotcha, Daenerys, uh, become the Mad Queen, why did they build her up to be a hero? Murdering innocents, allowing her army to rape women are contradictory to who she was. Thank you. Yes. It does not make any sense. She could have become the Mad Queen had they developed that, but they didn't. They literally had her change on a dime. And to anyone that keeps on saying, oh, but her family has a history of going insane. Not that quickly. Seriously, it doesn't just happen out of the blue. 
and Danny has been so level-headed for so long, and the main point of her character has been, I'm not like that person. I'm not like my family. I am a normal person. I am a good person. And she has proved that over and over and over again. And only now, because her nephew won't sleep with her, now, oh, that's a bridge too far. Oh, that is a bridge too far. I cannot cross it. My nephew will not sleep with me, so therefore it must be fear. And how will I show fear? By raining fire down upon all of you. Because my nephew would not sleep with me. That's what I got from that episode. Seriously. Nephew wouldn't sleep with her. John wouldn't sleep with her. And so therefore, oh, well, guess what? No mercy. No more mercy. Oh, Lord and Lordy. Suicide Grant says, everything popular that people like says nothing. People who want to ruin it, we must destroy it in the worst possible way. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Micah D2 says, headed over to Josiah's channel. He looks like he could use some people over there. Great show tonight. Micah, thank you very much, man. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I would love to send more people over there right now. And once the stream ends, I'll send everyone over to over Josiah's way. But Josiah knows better because I've talked to him. I've talked to him in person about this. Oh, man. This dude right here. This dude right here, man. No, no respect. No respect in the world. Tina says, my regards to Lena Hetty for getting paid good bucks for just kind of gazing out into whatever green screen she was gazing at. She felt wasted this season. She's so good. Oh my God, she is so good. She is so freaking talented. She might be, I would say, the most talented, if not second most talented actor on that show. I mean, honestly, with him, with her and Peter Dinklage, it's very close. They're both solid. And there's other people too. I mean, as I said, um, Amelia Clark has been great this season. But as I said, she's not really good anywhere else. The other two, Peter Dinklage and also... Uh, Lena Headey have been great pretty much whatever movie they've, they've done. Whatever whatever franchise they've been a part of, they've been pretty solid. So I, I, I would give them more credit than I would uh, Amelia Clark because of the range that they have. But yeah, I mean, she's been great when they've actually given her something to do. But yeah, she's been staring. She's literally been staring out of a window and then all of a sudden becomes a crying sob of a person, which has never been a part of her character ever. The Senate says, Emergency Awesome is a shill YouTuber, but he breaks down trailers so well. It's weird, so he's a useful source for info, but still a shill. He offers barely little criticism on anything. Yeah, I mean, it's all, it's, it's, it's a choice. It is. And it's a choice that is made to protect all of the, uh, you know, all of the passes. It's a way for them to protect themselves because they know if they start to, to open their mouth and be honest and be critical, the studios are not going to reach out to them. The studios are not going to give them the press passes. They're not going to give them the early access. They're not going to give them the ability to interview the stars. But the problem is, is that some people now don't care about that. We don't want that. We want honest people. We want honest people giving honest thoughts. And it's sad because now there are people out there that might genuinely actually like something. But now, because of these idiots, we have to, we have to guess. We have to now second guess. And did Cecil just go live too? I just got a notification. Or is that a video? Did he go live or is that a notification? Is, is, oh, gosh. Because if Cecil's live, I hope that's just a notification for a video. Did John Talks go live too? Sorry, I got, oh my gosh, I got like 26 notifications. That's insane. Because um, <laughs> my watch broke, guys. So I have, I have a, it's a, called like a Tick Watch Pro. And I like it because there's a, a regular watch face on it. So it, it also lights up as a digital watch, but it also has that like, it, it's a way of saving battery that they do that. And I like it a lot. But the damn thing broke. The damn plastic broke. Sorry, I can't. Oh, this camera. So now the the ban won't go on. So I had to get my. Um, some of you might be. You know, some of y'all might appreciate this. Any of my tech guys out there? Um, this is a Pebble, a Pebble Two, and I've loved Pebble for a long time. For, unfortunately, Pebble got shut down because it got bought out by by Fitbit. But now there's a new group that have taken over called Rebel, and they're keeping it alive. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously it's not perfect, and I like 
more so the functions that my other watch has. But overall, I am not hating having to wear this because it's it's nice and light and it's beautiful. I can go swimming with it. It's great. Sorry. Um, I'm, I'm a tech head. I don't know if y'all knew this about me, but I'm a huge tech head. So, uh, Tegan T. Picard, thank you for the follow. I appreciate that. I think Tegan, are you the same Tegan that has been over on DLive? Tegan, what's going on, Tegan? How's it going? Uh, Gurkane, thank you for the follow. I appreciate that. And my DLive people, thank you for being awesome. Yeah, the chest is interesting. And please let me know when you guys want me to release the chest. Uh, but anyway, uh, Super says, it makes no sense at all. I've been interpreting Tyrion's failing, uh, falling for Shay and befriending Bronn and Varys as a display of loneliness for him to portray his last friend is absurd. Yep, it does not fit his character. Tina, and something I didn't catch while watching. Varys was trying to poison Danny. That's why he asked that child about Danny not eating and said they'd try again later. That wasn't clear to me. No, it wasn't. And anyone that picked that up, I think, would have to kind of insinuate it because they did not make it clear that they were trying to poison her. They did not make that clear at all. I'm, I'm sorry. I was watching it, and at no point did I think, oh, they're trying to poison her. Like, it just, they, God, mm, 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 mm. Sorry, because I saw Lando in the chat, and I love Lando Calrissian. Lando, what's up, bruv? He says, uh, Odin, I got a mysterious package for you. Oh, well, Lando, Lando, control yourself, Lando. This is a PG show. Uh, sometimes PG, PG-13. Borderline PG-13. Well, I guess uh, you can say ass at a PG, right? Ass at Interesting enough, do you know that Spaceballs is technically rated PG? Look it up. The more you know. Sajanian says, does the universe contain enough sorry to make up for the awfulness of this season? So sorry. Just so sorry. Not even all of the stories in the world can make up for this. Rosetta Allen says, me groan, not jitter. I told you I told you typos. Sorry, so sorry. Stupid sneeze got me. Ah, oh, Rosetta, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Tina says, I told Josiah you have a bone to pick with him. Good. Good. I hope that he's cowering in fear. Mikey Woods, Josiah is live with drunk. Drunk 3PO? Now, drunk should know better. Josiah, he's a child. But drunk? <clears throat> I have a bigger issue with drunk in this situation. Now, tell me this. Is he rocking the snowball? If he's not rocking the snowball, then I'm going to come in there and wreck their chat as soon as we go off. Because he needs to rock the snowball at all times. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, seriously, send me your wife's favorite sci-fi uh, emblem. I'm making jewelry to send out to streamers I follow. Nice, Rosetta. I will, I will ask. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Greta says, so who's going to watch the prequel series now? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. It depends on who is running it. If they've got good people running the prequel series, for all I know, it could be fine. It could be good. Now, if if anyone wants to boycott HBO after this, hey, I respect you. I totally respect that. Um, And obviously, I think that that's that's definitely a legitimate reaction to all of this. But it really, as I said before, it depends on who's writing it. It depends on who's running it. If it's Dave and obviously, it's not going to be them because they're going out to do Star Wars. But if if it's some good people and smart people, then hey. Never say never, right? The Senate says, I recently made a Game of Thrones video on my channel. It involves Game of Thrones going down the toilet. Well, the Senate. Go check out the Senate. Uh, John Early says, I'm glad Daredevil got canceled before it became the bad seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I kind of hope Daredevil comes back to Hulu because it looks like Hulu is going to be the place where Disney sends their more mature Marvel content because they've already confirmed that uh, Ghost Rider is heading over there. And if if they can keep the same tone and the same writers and the same creators, hey, I'm down. Um, John Early, I oh, got that one. All right. Super says the unsullied and Dothraki suffered comic book style deaths. Yep. Rosetta Allen says, okay, that makes sense. I was wondering because left hand does not affect many things, and I would explain why I'm so hyper. No, yeah, as I said, I, I would. My older brother is left-handed. He's a weirdo, and it might be because he's left-handed. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but no, no, no. <laughs> it's not because he's naturally left-handed. It's because he got his 
dominant hand cut off, and he never became truly as good with his left. GMonkey76 says, If you had your TV adjusted correctly, you would have seen the Dothraki and Unsully make it to Winterfell just fine. You're right. GMonkey, oh my god, you're so right. I, oh my gosh, you're so right. I'm so sorry. You're so right. I'm, I'm an idiot, right? We're all idiots. All of us had our TV settings wrong. And they, they've been right before, and we must have, you know what, we must have in our sleep gone and changed our TV settings so that they were so dark, you know, compared to all the previous episodes from every other episode from every other season, and it, again, subconsciously we must have changed it, and that's why it was so dark. You're so right. We're idiots. That's right. That's what they said. That's what they said. Alex McCarthy says, Jamie did regrow his hand, apparently. I saw that image. <laughs> and in, in isolation, it would mean nothing. But when you realize that they're not even paying attention to and taking care of the the big parts of their season, the big plot elements, the big character arcs, then those little things start to become a lot more annoying because it shows, oh, you really weren't, you know, running a tight ship. You really didn't care all that much. Uh, let's see, Rhaegar Targaryen says, Odin. So earlier someone mentioned that eight is a cursed number for shows and movies like Game of Thrones and Last Jedi. Thor Dark World would be eighth in the MCU. That's a great point because many people... I have a soft place in my heart for all Thor films, including that one. I recognize, objectively, it is bad. Cannot be saved from that. But it is a Thor film, and it has my son in it, so I have to like it. I have to like it. I have no choice. I have no choice. But that's a great point, though. That is an excellent point. Uh, let's see. My D-Live peeps, how y'all doing? Uh, Poppy, thank you for the lemon. And Marie Cohen, thank you for the follow. I appreciate it. D-Live people, let me know. Let me know. Uh, just put like Odin, 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 open the chest. But only, only will I listen to my uh, my mods. Because mods, I want you to take a kind of like a temperature of the chat. A temperature of the chat to see whether or not they want me to open the chest now or later. Because we're going to go on for another like five minutes or so before I have to um, tear Josiah Rises and Drunk 3PO a new one for their uh, heresy. Uh, Greta says, I love that Lena Hetty and Peter Dinklage are best friends in real life. That is so great. Yes. I love all the pictures of them in real life because they're funny. They're so funny. And I want them I want them to do a movie together. I want them I want those two to actually just you know, every movie they do from now on, they need to be together. Whether they're friends, whether they're lovers, I don't care. Because you know what? It'd be awesome. Uh, Grandmaster Yoda says, Why can't we get film and series that is great and stays all the time? Is that so freaking hard, HBO? Seriously. You had one job. Even if you had issues with the previous seasons, had these six episodes been solid and followed the basic plot, most people would be happy. Most people would say, that was a good show. I'm going to rewatch it now. Now you've gotten to the point where so many people are just so pissed off that the series, the series is going to end and they'll say, well, that was a giant waste of time. I have no desire to ever see this again. <laughs> but maybe when the book comes out, maybe that was the plan all along. Maybe George R. R. Martin was like, let me make this series by giving them bad information so bad that people are like, let me buy that book so I can find out how it really ends. And he can market it that way too. Good guy. Could you imagine George R. R. Martin could pull off the greatest troll job in history if he puts out there as a press release, see how Game of Thrones actually ends. Like if he plays along with that, that could be, oh, that would be brilliant. That would be mwah, beautiful. It would be so, so beautiful. It would be awesome. Uh, Forest Bear says, don't open. Okay, got it. Keep it closed, says your buddy. What if you're say open and we say no, says Brad. Uh, o- Odin, open it in a way that subverts expectations, says Peabody. <laughs> I think all of us have had enough of the subversion of expectations at this point. Uh, let's see. Super says, all the Lannister actors are absolutely amazing. Charles Dance, oh my God, seriously. Him as Tywin Lannister. Tywin was one of my favorite characters. 
Lena Headey, Peter Dinklage were amazing together. I love Headey's subtlety. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. And that's why when she became just a, you know, a crying blob, I was like, no, there's so much more to her character than that. Orange Eye Review says, top 10 nerd have started to be a little more objective with their lists and such. Nice. Glad to hear it. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, I'll stay here. You and Mecca are my faves to talk to. Oh, well, thank you, Rosetta. I appreciate that. Alex Martinez says, every other channel is going live despite you. Probably. They hate me. Uh, Per says, Cecil posted a video, not live. Great. Greta says, puppy legs in the air. Oh, yes. Oh, now she's a little ball. Now she's a little ball. She's so cute. Uh, Sen says, is your doggo having fun petting its leg in the air? (laughs) I missed that part. But she does that sometimes. She'll get on her back, and so her legs will just be hanging in the air. It's so cute. It's so cute. Uh, Tina says, had had I not read it on the Free Folk Reddit forum and heard others discussing it, I wouldn't have known Varus was trying to do that. It definitely was. It was not clear at all, Tina. And if Tina missed it, T- Tina does not miss anything. Like, Tina is amazing with this stuff. And so if even she didn't see it, like, that is awful on their part. CF Production says, if they cut off one story, two more shall take its place. Hail, sorry. <laughs> uh, Rosetta Allen, Spaceballs was me and my hubby's first date. Nice. We had that anniversary yesterday, but haven't gone to rewatch it yet. Doing that this weekend. Well, Rosetta, I hope you enjoyed it. And happy anniversary to you. Said to be, chew your gum. <laughs> I'm Marlene. No, I'm Charlene. Chew your gum. Ah, such a great movie. John Early says, what's worse, the seasons of Dexter that nobody likes or the season of Game of Thrones that nobody likes? I've never seen Dexter, so I will say Game of Thrones because that's all I can speak with. Super Anime Gamer says, Varys was trying to poison her. I would never have picked that picked up on that. Also, speaking of Varys, why is the Master of Whispers openly conspiring against the Queen? Yes, great point. He's the Master of Whippers. Whis- whippers. He's the Master of Whispers. He's the Master of doing things behind the scenes, low-key. And yet he's doing everything now, openly and publicly. And yep, ah, that's what we've come to now. Sand says, wait, Drunk 3PO is on with Josiah by Odin. <laughs> How dare you? Rosetta Allen says, left-handed people are more artistic. We also have a higher rate of mental illness. So fair assessment to call us crazy. No, I mean, as I said, I think that a lot of that stuff tends to just be more coincidence than anything else. Uh, Senate says, first the Starbucks, now Jamie's hand. I know, seriously, the little things are starting to pile up. Senate says, now jo- now Josiah has drunk 3PO, Abu Nas, and Black Angus reviews. I declare Josiah rises. Excommunicado. Valkyrie, please make a note and please let him know. Josiah rises has now been declared excommunicado. And anyone that gets that reference, you are my true chosen. You are my Asgardians. And on Thursday, you will be exceptionally happy because you'll know that the culmination of the thing that I just said is happening. He is excommunicado. Make it so. Mark it down. Make it so. Let him know. He is no longer welcome. 70B says, no one hates you. Tell me so I can avenge your good name. Uh, wait, what? I, I totally forgot what I was talking about. John Early says, Gotham has a better ending than Game of Thrones, but I'm biased because it was Batman and they made him look like a wraith. Yeah, I, 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 I could never get into Gotham, and so I'm kind of glad I never did because I, I've heard it wasn't really that great. Uh, Breaker Targaryen says, Maleficent trailer just dropped. I don't want Angelina Jolie anywhere near the MCU. Yep, me neither. And gosh, I can't believe Maleficent got a, uh, a trailer. Um... Tina says, thank you, Steph and Odin. I thought the dialogue was odd, but beyond that, I was close. No, seriously, you were not, because I don't think my wife even picked up on that. Seriously. 
Um, uh, Rosetta Allen says it was it was to do with the fact the brain waves work differently on different parts of the brain and left-handed people also many were forced to use the wrong hand. That makes sense, Rosetta. That definitely makes sense. Yep, seventy B, you are correct. Ding 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 ding, you are correct. Tina, good. Let him know he is excommunicado. Uh, let's see, Zecker Yacht Shill. Thank you very much for the follow over on D Live. All right, guys. So that is going to be it for me today. So let me go ahead and shout out my patrons really quick. As you put in any last minute, um, let's see, uh, any last minute questions. So a uh, huge shout out to all my patrons: A Gray Jedi, Adam Shawhan, Albertus Magnus, Baptist Seven Hundred Two, Brian P, Chicago Joe Forty Seven, Dan Baloney, Dark Star Fifty Seven, The Least System Thirty Two, Dion, Edward Coleman, Enrique Evangelista, Entertainment Hacker. Frank the Tank and the Shawhan Wiener Dog Clan, Harold Francis, the Hunky, Chunky, Funky Monkey, Inflamed Wood, It's a Trap Productions, Jason Clark, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Jerembeck, Laura Story, Matthew Kadish, Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody, and his evil twin, Outpost Dyer, Perpetual Punster, Projar Sarif, Proper Ginevra, Jeff Riff Magos, Shenglong, Sir Lance Elato, Teodora, The K-Man, The DJD Show, Those Two Bald Guys, and Tina B. You're all amazing and beautiful people. Patrick Patrick says, don't open. Now we can open, says Perth. I think now we can open. Um, let's see. Let me head over to the YouTubes real quick. Yeah, please tell him that. Uh, John Early says, you are on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. Exactly right. He is excommunicado. Uh, Zion, Zion Water says, five hours from being a citizen. Congratulations, Zion. That's awesome. Uh, so by next week, sometime next week. CF Production says, you're on the, oh, sorry, God, wait, you're on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of Sori. Uh, Tina says, he has been informed. I hope he sees the message. He better. The sign says, bye, Odin. See you for the, uh, yes, one man low council will be tomorrow, guys. Also, uh, do not go to Josiah Rice's channel. Do not go to Josiah Rice's channel because he is excommunicado. He is excommunicado, my friends. He is not welcome here anymore. Super says, thanks for hosting another awesome stream, and thanks for putting up with my extreme geekiness. Have a great night. Super, no problem at all, dude. Like, seriously, I, I love it, because you help me help you, all right? Uh, open, but don't drop the towel, says Peabody. <laughs> all right, DLive people. Uh, now, remember, when I open this, guys, you have to click on claim. There's going to be a little button that pops up. You have to click on it. If you don't, you don't have a shot at getting anything, all right? So when I click on it, you'll see a little pop-up. Make sure you click on it. Okay, are you ready? D-Live people, we are dropping the link or hitting the distribute in three, two, one. Boom. All right. Claim it. Claim it as fast as you can. The faster you claim, the better chance you have. I have no idea. That could be a total lie. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, you, uh, you too, Josiah Dracaris. Yep. Yep. Um, however, I think that excommunicado is better. So. <laughs> Thank you, Dion. I appreciate the Bravo. Yeah, Bravo. Definitely not for DLive because DLive sucks. All right. Uh, Chest will be distributing in a second. Let's see. Brad got... T- God, it's so pathetic. Brad got two. Poppyton got 1.8. Peabody got 1.1. Forest Bear, 1.5. Mary Cohen, 1.4. Uh, hopefully, you got something, guys. If you didn't, I'm sorry. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I have no control because uh, D Live's awful. Yep. Sorry, sorry, Perth. So sorry. All right, guys. Anyway, uh, you're all amazing beautiful people. So again, tomorrow will be the one man low council. So please join me uh, on the stream for that because God knows that someone's gonna go live when I'm live, like Josiah. That's why he's excommunicado. Uh, but also Saturday have my normal streams then too. And don't worry, we are gonna have a movie night stream soon. I cannot tell you when though because things are kind of crazy. But it's gonna happen. Don't worry, it's gonna happen. All right. 
Um, what movie is I'm Sorry, I'm Really Sorry from? It's not from a movie. It's from a TV show called Stella. And speaking of that, because you've mentioned it, everyone, um, and, uh, and this is something that I will not say to Josiah Rises. So I say to him he's excommunicado, but this is something that I will not say. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. So that is from a person called Michael Showalter from a show called Stella. Very obscure show. Only lasted one season, but it is mwah, brilliant. Uh, Sasha Nan says, did you wax the chest first? <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Anyway, M-, M Nimbus, thank you for the lemon over on DLive. I appreciate that. Yeah, Stella, guys, is so damn good. All right, guys. So you're all amazing and beautiful people. I saw someone said, what is the Discord link? I will post the Discord link over on DLive since someone asked over there. Thank you all so much for watching, guys. I will see you in a moment. And as I said, DLive, I will post the link to Discord in a second. Guys, you're awesome. Have a great night. And as always, God bless and Good Lord, God bless all of us because we're going to need it to get through this last episode of Game of Thrones.